This is the Little Moments Count radio podcast, created in partnership with community radio stations throughout Minnesota. Each episode, you'll hear interviews with early childhood experts on how to support the important brain development that takes place in the first 1,000 days of life, just through Little Moments every day. Learn more at littlemomentscount.org slash podcast. FM 89.9 KMOJ, ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon, good afternoon. Walter Q. Banks Jr. got you in the afternoon drive. There's no question about that right there. And letting you know that we're going to lock in with Little Moments Count. And just letting you know that Little Moments Count is presented in partnership with Little Moments Count and Camel J Radio. It is a statewide collaborative focusing on helping parents and caregivers learn about the importance of brain development in the first three years of a young one's life. And we're looking at nearly 80% of the brain growth happens when it comes to the first thousand days in a small person's interaction when we're talking uh, playing, we're talking reading, we're talking singing, anything that has something to do with that mobility side, uh, that's what we are definitely talking about. And letting you know that uh, if you like more information, you might want to lock in at littlemomentscount.org. And for this afternoon, we got on the phone line Rashida Jenkins. I like to say uh, good early afternoon and how are you doing? Hey, Q-Bear. Happy New Year. I'm new, blessed. New Year to you. New Year to you. And uh, for the listening audience, give us just a little bit about yourself, because uh, I know when it comes to uh, NAS, which is the Northside Achievement Zone, you are locked in on that side. But then even besides that, you know, when it comes to a lot of different things as a mother and a public speaker, talk about it. Let them know who you are. Well, like you said, Qbert, I am Rashida Jenkins. I am a wife, a mother, a child of the Most High God. I'm a facilitator, a public speaker and a community builder. And when it comes to uh, talking about the little ones and that kind of thing, uh, give us just some insight. Excuse me one second. There we go. I had to clear that voice. And and okay. give us just some uh, insight when it comes to the benefit of a child being a child and, and, and some of the direct play when it comes to them, you know, in, in, in that growth. You know, sometimes as parents, we like to influence how our children play with rules and structure, right? And a lot of times we want to focus on the outcome of the play. It's got to be perfect. They got to color in between the lines and, you know, build the house the right way. And unfortunately, that results in no fun, right? Rules sometimes are no fun, especially with kids, right? And the essential aspect of child-directed play, how to make it successful, is let the child lead. They're in charge, there are no rules. There are no structure, right? There's no hidden agenda from the parents to teach anything. You let the child be a child and be in charge. And I want you to know that with child-directed play, there are few times in a child's life where they get to be in charge. But with child-directed play, they're in control. And that's a blessing for kids because it creates independence. It creates social and emotional skills, right? It also creates self-esteem. Now, when we're talking about kids at a very young age, and then also we're talking about, you know, child's play and, and that whole thing. And <laughs> when, when we're looking at them growing and being scholars, because when we talk about Northside Achievement Zone, that's the purpose for what's over that way with Northside Achievement <laughs> Zone is, is getting those scholars or getting them to learn and the point and the fact of being scholars. Um, can <laughs> you give us some, some insight on some of the things that you've seen in the works that you've been doing that shows some lineup of uh, 
getting to be a scholar or, or making change as a youth? Yeah, so I want you to know that um, a lot of our children are dealing with emotional issues. Um, some of them are not um, getting what they need early enough, right? As you spoke to, brain development is usually fully functioning, right? By the first 1,000 days. And it's it's all of those neurons and those connections that create a sound mind. And a fully functioning mind is a sound mind. And I want you to know that it's easier to start early with creating emotional intelligence in a sound mind than to wait until they're a teenager. And by that time, it's too late. I also want you to know that there's a lot of people in our community in, in our world that did not get what they needed as a young adolescent as a child and so if as an adult they just don't have what they need to be able to solve problems to be able to build positive relationships right to have that self-esteem and that is what we talk about at NAS is getting them at a very early age even in the womb right there is um statistics that talk about reading to your scholar in the womb, that they can hear when you're arguing, when you're fighting, right? In the womb. And that creates who they will become when they are born and as they grow. And so what we talk about at Little Moments Count and the Northside Achievement Zone is targeting those children as early as you can, giving them positive support, letting them know that you love them and allowing them to have experiences around individuality, um, child development, right? Independence, um, social and emotional wellness, right? We're talking about what it takes to be a successful adult. Now, when we're looking at, at parents themselves or caregivers, and we're talking about the youngsters themselves and, and, and building self-confidence and, mm -hmm. and, and, and then, then we have to also look at, you know, the uh, emotional size of the internals mm. of parents. Yes. How important is it for parents, as in the mother and father being there, compared to the separation side of uh, one putting one back to the other and not even looking at each other to communicate, mm. to show that child love? I want you to know that it is important to have both, right? Mothers and fathers are equally as important because what I don't have, the father has and what he doesn't have i have right mothers are usually more nurturing and and more softer in that respect and fathers are usually more of the disciplinary but it's not always that way but i want you to know that we need both and what we talk about at naz is you know we have a class called proud papas which is just for men to talk about what it means to be a dad and how you are needed and necessary in our communities to help shape our environments and our in our communities and we have um, classes for men and women called foundations that talk about the empowerment of that adult i want you to know that as a parent what i do matters especially when i'm doing it in front of my scholars because i am modeling behavior that they are going to emulate and so if i'm in walmart and i'm clowning and i'm acting a fool guess what i can expect my scholar to be at Walmart clowning and acting a fool, okay? <laughs> so they're going to emulate what they see. That's right. That's yeah. right. And if I'm not teaching them problem-solving skills, how to be uh, motivated, how to express your feelings in a respectful manner, then you know that it's going to come out in, a, in the wrong way 
and I'm going to have more problems in the end. So it's important to focus and to channel that time in the beginning heavy, right? So that as they mature and grow, you can step back a little bit and allow them to, to take the reins, like as in child-directed play. And what got you in, in the middle of this particular lineup of space and time in order to do what you do? What was that thing that said, this is an area that I want to develop and mm -hmm. be in and grow in and help others to grow? Well, as a teenage mother, I, I was um, a mom at 17, a single mom. And I realized as I grew and had more children with a husband that it's different. Doing it on my own is possible. There's a lot of single women who are raising children and they are very successful at it. However, that is not the design. And I realized the difference in my children based on a father being in the home or not. And what I realized is when I went through NAS, because I am also a family of NAS, and so I benefit from the services that they provide, where the classes and things like that. And I learned some concepts that really opened my eyes to see all of the things that I wasn't doing right. And because I didn't know, I didn't know. But now that I know, it just doesn't make sense for me to know it on my own. I am encouraged to share it. And that is why I got involved with NAS as a facilitator so that I can share and, and, and just love on families and let them know, hey, you may be doing a bunch of things right and there may be some things you need to work on. Let, let's walk through that with you together here at NAS. No doubt, no doubt. I want to say thank you very much for the time and opportunity to uh, get a chance thank to talk you. to you and uh, have yourself uh, uh, an amazing 2024. Yes, thank you, Cuber. No doubt, no doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, that's Rashida Jenkins and representing Northside Achievement Zone, but also letting you know that when it comes to this particular sound of bites and anything else that's elevate to it, you can lock in at littlemomentscount.org backslash podcast, or you can swing in at littlemomentscount and visit that website at littlemomentscount.org. It's up from 89.9 KMOJ, no question about it. It's the People's Station. Thanks for listening to the Little Moments Count radio podcast in partnership with community radio stations throughout Minnesota. You can find the Little Moments Count radio podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at littlemomentscount.org slash podcast.